This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. What You Need to Know is being brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. And here is producer Tyler with what we all need to know. Thank you, Cappy. So there's a really strange trend happening right now at concerts. People are throwing objects at the performers. In recent weeks, BB Rexa was hit in the like face bras? with a cell phone that was thrown at her. What did you say, Laura? I said, like, bras that used to happen at the concerts. My yeah, you know, things that are less dangerous than a cell phone hitting BB Rexa in the face. Or uh, this one, an attendee. Wait, hitting who? BB Rexa. I know, you you said that like as if everybody's going to know who that is, and I'm just sorry, but I don't. She's a female performer. Oh, she? Yeah, female. BB Rexa. So she was hit in the face. Sparks! She was hit in the face with a cell phone and needed stitches. What? Yeah, and then another attendee Uh rushed on stage to smack Ava Max in her eye. This is BB Rexa. Okay. And more recently, at the opening night of his It's All a Blur tour on Wednesday night, Drake was hit in the arm when a fan launched a phone at him. Why would you throw your phone? I need my phone. People are doing this. They're just chucking their phones on stage. So Harvey Mason Jr., he's the president and CEO of the Recording Academy and producer-songwriter who's worked with Beyonce, Justin Timberlake, Aretha Franklin, called the actions by fans very unfortunate. Quote, this is something that to me is disappointing because generally music is thought to bring people together. And music and singers and artists generally make people feel good and unified and uplifted. So to see somebody that was angry enough to try and harm someone performing and putting their heart... and their talent out on display oh, is God. sad, and it's a little disturbing. I hope oh, that it God. doesn't continue to be a trend, he tells THR. So to make this? a long story short, uh, that was Harvey Mason Jr. He's the president and CEO of the Recording Academy. He's also a producer and a songwriter. He's worked with Beyonce, Justin Timberlake, Aretha Franklin, to name a few. So to make a long story short, long... quit going to concerts and throwing things on stage or at the performers. Well, I mean, let's start off with this. Um, I don't know about the rest of you guys. But if I've got my phone in my hand, it's about the last thing I'm thinking about throwing on stage. Hey, Drake, I love you, Drake. I love you, man. Here, let me throw my phone at you. I mean, that is like the dumbest thing of all time. I'm going to give up my phone so that I yeah, hopefully I don't know what the get Drake's attention. There. What is he going to do? Is take a selfie and throw it back to me? I don't know, man. You know what? Rich kids, stop doing this. Because if you're close enough to the stage, you spent mm-hmm. your mama spent a bunch of money to get you there. Entitled little punks. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. sounding like the old man get off my lawn. But if you're close enough to throw something like that, how much was your ticket? How much did you spend to get in there? Because I know if you're in the last seat at crypto, you ain't throwing a damn thing. You're gonna make sure you're in there and enjoying every single moment. Of and it. you're not getting off scot free by doing something like this. Yeah, like this there's gonna stupid, be repercussions. Man. I mean I mean listen, if you want to take your bra off and throw it on stage, I'm all for it. Yeah, go you want to take your humper dink yeah, you, you, you want to take your panties off? Whoa. You want to throw them oh, on the stage? Cap, extra. Always extra. No, but it's true. I mean you know how many times you know that they, they you know guys are up there singing and girls like oh, I love you and then they throw their panties on the stage. <laughs> how was that Cap? How was that? How come you never use it like a, a, a dorky white girl name? How was that cap again? Because it was like give know, me a basic like white girls. girl from Del Mar name. Yes, a basic girl from Del Mar name. Yeah, I don't know. It's like, hey Marnie, take off your panties and throw them on the stage. <laughs> but the way I did it was like, I love you. You know. Oh my god. <laughs> and that's what you need to know.
Stop throwing your cell phones at performers, people. You're not getting your phones back. They're probably throwing their their burner, like the one I used to tweet with Greg Alonzo. You do have a burner, don't you? Oh, yeah. It's in the circle are, of trust. Man. Are you Greg and PV? Absolutely. You are, aren't you? Yeah. No, I actually tweeted today. Like, there's no way that's me because they pay, they complimented Laura. So that's exactly not me. <laughs> who like, complimented Laura. Greg uh, and PV. Yeah, yeah. He called her great. I'm like, I ain't doing that. Well, I didn't see his tweet. I missed that. Beto would never. No, no, no. Ne- Beto hates me. I didn't say hate. Beto. Not Beto. Beto. Oh, not Beto. No, que no. Beto. No. Beto. All right. Well, what you need to know is being brought to you by Morago Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. All right. By now, it might be uh, 85 minutes from wherever you are. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> there you go. Uh, so, Beto, did yes. you read this story today? I was. I guess I'm kind of surprised to read it. I'm. I'm not surprised to hear it. I'm just kind of surprised that it's. It's here now. Here's the headline. Los Angeles Rams made every effort to trade Matthew Stafford this offseason without even getting into one ounce of detail. Let me throw this to you. Does that surprise you at all? Mm, where did you read this at? I read this on a website called Sportsnot. That that doesn't sound... Well, let me, I'll tell you. I'll, I'll give you where it came from because it's an aggregating site. Okay. Uh, this was on the Pat McAfee show. Um, oh, and there's Okay. And that's right, new teammate here at ESPN. And according to NFL insider Michael Lombardi, he was okay. on the Pat McAfee show. He said, quote, before his option bonus was kicking in, the Rams attempted with a lot of effort to move Matthew Stafford because Stafford was getting a, a bonus that guaranteed him $57 million on his four-year $160 million contract. And for the Rams, who realized that Matthew Stafford is 35 years old, He's coming off an injury-plagued season, a season where the Rams finished 5-12. and 12. Um, He's a guy that's had a lot of injuries in his career. They've already won a Super Bowl with him. They've, he's got this ridiculously long and, and expensive contract for who he is at this time of his career. Does it surprise you that the Rams, according to Lombardi, did everything they could to try and move him? The way you explain it there? Absolutely not. Because it's about money. Right, it was a, he has that big option coming in, big money coming your way. Not surprised at all because at this point, where you're at, you're trying to figure out a way to get underneath the cap. Right, you're trying to make sure you don't get taxed. You're trying to find find a way to get things around. Look, the Rams this year, they're not going to be a Super Bowl contender. They will compete, and you know McVay's always going to get his squad ready to compete with you, but they're not the favorite in the NFC West. And if you have a quarterback who's older, who's been injured a lot, especially the last couple of years, where there's been some talk of maybe we'll even come back uh, because was it the concussions, the shoulder, the bat, everything that he's got that a, a quarterback in his 30s is going to have to battle through. Not surprised that the Rams will look around and try to trade him if they can save the money. That part, I, I agree with them because it's just business. Now, if you would have came and told me that they're just trying to trade him like you started it off with, then I'm like, okay, what's going on there? But when you put it that way, and Lombardi on the Pat McAfee show says about how much money is involved, what the kickers, yeah, not surprised at all. It's Nor smart business. Not surprised. Smart business. Not surprised that the Rams tried to move Stafford, and also not even remotely surprised that there's no market for a 35-year-old quarterback who's been beaten up because he played on a lot of bad Detroit teams. Even though he was statistically successful, he took a lot of shots um, last year. 
He passed for only 2,000 yards, 10 touchdowns, 8 picks. Granted, he barely played because you know he, he got hurt and he missed a lot of time. But I will tell you this, Beto, I love a great redemption story. I love a story of a redemption comeback. Redemption song. Yep. Yeah, I'm looking for a Matthew Stafford who now knows the Rams tried to trade me. Ah, he's not going to get sensitive about that. Well, I'm just it's saying business. this. I'm, he has a kicker like that. you got to understand they're going to trade you for yeah, something but, like that. I mean, but wait a second. LeBron gets, try, LeBron gets upset to, over oh, much less than that. But he's not I mean, LeBron. LeBron gets upset when, when another coach calls him out. I LeBron's mean, in charge of things. Football's different, man. But if I'm Matthew it's not Stafford. Matthew Stafford building a team. No, but if I'm Matthew Stafford and now everybody's doubting me and I got to the Rams Detroit, and I won bro. one Super you were in Detroit. There's no way for you to ever be sensitive. No, you're dude. at the end of your career. Yeah, but come on, you don't you understand? Wanna, how you much wanna, was he going to get paid? Right, but do you? But do, let me ask you this question: Would you rather end your career on a high note if you're Matthew Stafford? I'd rather or you just want to whimper out. I want to end my career with the most money possible in okay. that last year. Okay. Well, you, so winning doesn't mean anything to you. Hell no. Hell nah. How much is he going to make this year? Pay know, me like that thirty something million or something like okay. that, maybe more. Yeah, I go eight and eight and make thirty five million. Yes. Well, I'm rooting for you, Matthew Stafford. Now I'm rooting for you to prove all of us wrong. That think you're old, you're done, you're hurt all the he time. Is, he the is, Rams he aren't is. going anywhere. He, they're not. <laughs> Come on, Matthew Stafford, prove them wrong. Now, Matthew Stafford on a team that could make some noise in the playoffs that needs a veteran quarterback. That has some solid receivers. I don't know anybody like that right now, because off the top of my head, but it wouldn't be a bad move. Yeah, there's no On the market. Rams is rebuilding? No. There's no market for Matthew Stafford. No, you're, there's a market for Caleb Williams. That's what the market is. Yeah. There is there is no market for a 35 year old player who has been hurt a lot and who's already won his Super Bowl. So why and, are you mad? Oh, I'm not mad at all. I'm, I'm I'm rooting for Matthew Stafford now. I'm not mad at the Rams for trying to trade him. That's a smart move. I'm not mad at anybody in the NFL for not wanting to trade for him because who would want him at this point? But I'm rooting for Matthew Stafford to prove people wrong that at 35 he can come back, he can lead the Rams to a respectable season, he can play without you know being injured all year. Happy respectable yeah. season. That's yeah. where we're at right now. Well, I mean, you said eight and eight. Yeah. How about nine and eight since there's 17 games? What do you think about that? Sure. That's respectable. <laughs> hey, speaking of respectable, are you watching That's what's going show. on here? Are you watching what's going on? Wemby's getting ready to come out. Okay. We're getting ready for our, our Wemby debut at the Summer League. No, we're not because the other game's still going on. Well, the other game, here's what I've got. I know I'm 15 seconds behind. <laughs> to to me, it's 99-97 Portland with six-tenths of a second to go. I hope they go overtime so Sedano gets a better walk-off. <laughs> and then keep them away from the blackjack table for another half hour. No, I don't I don't want there to be overtime. I want Wemby no, to play like now. Overtime right now. While we're on the air. I want to see this spectacle six. for myself. Oh! Don't do no that to way! me. Don't do oh that. Oh, my God. Go Come on, I'm 15 seconds behind. Go to behind. commercial. Go to commercial. I'm 15 seconds Go to behind. No, on, don't wait. do that. Come on. No! Oh! Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> Something did actually happen. Wait, don't tell Cappy, me. Cappy, the first one, I was joking and messing around. Yeah. The second one, wow. Okay, wait a second. I'm, I'm... <laughs> The first one, I was just being a I punk. I was like, what, what happened? The first one, I was being a punk. This one... Oh it did. my it did. goodness! It did. Okay, I'm 15 oh. seconds behind. Any second now. There's, oh, oh my God! No way! No yes. way! Oh my God! A so the three ball was pointer to win it. The ball was inbounded like a hook shot. 
got to the Houston player with Jabari six of a Smith Jr. How about that? And the kid puts up the ball from three point range. And Houston beats Portland in summer league action, which I know no one is like dying to hear about. Dude, but they covered. That was bizarre. How Night- could they have covered? Because they covered. They were, I don't know. It was a three-pointer, Jabari Smith Jr., who was 19 years old. He was the number three pick overall last wow, week. Wow, that's ago. fun. That's yeah. fun. Yeah, Auburn, hey. baby. Yeah, I mean, whether it's summer league or it was a pickup game. I mean, six-tenths of a second with a hook shot inbound pass. I mean, wait till you see this pass. And the way the kid catches it and then just puts it out, that's that's cool, man. That's Actually, really no, he cool. was a number three pick last year, Jabari Smith Jr. All right. But still, All right. though. That's woo! cool. Wait, does Sedano get the walk-off? Let's see. Does Let's Sedano see. get the walk-off? All right, stick around. Guy, we'll find out. Our guy. Come on. Come on, Jorge. We, we oh, wait, so they're pointing. They're pointing. He's walking. He's watching Sedano get the walk-off. There you go. <laughs> yeah, baby. Sedano was talking to the producer right now. Hell, he's in the zone. He took off the glasses. Oh, oh. Sedano's got the, the... He's locked in. He's locked in. He's been pointing. Oh, we don't need the took camera. Took off the glasses wow. and everything. Sedano's in the zone. Oh, yeah. Sedano's like so locked in This is in serious right Sedano right now. Oh, oh, and now yeah. everybody's around the teammate trying to take pictures for Instagram, and Sedano's like, come on, he's yeah. in the zone. Look at Sedano. Oh, yeah. I've got him, I've got him, I've got him right here. I've got Smith Jr. I've got him, I've got him right here. I'm ready to go. I've got him. I've got him. Hold on, everybody, hold on. Wait, I'm ready. <laughs> I've got him, I've got him right here. Okay, get ready. We're getting ready to go on live TV. Get ready, hold on. Because he works with you, he knows how to create chaos. Oh, look at him, look at him. I've got him right here, I've got him, I'm ready to go. I've got him. He's talking to his teammates, I'm almost ready. I've got him, I'm ready to go. I'm ready. Okay. And now Sedano's doing the interview. Very good. All right, coming up. Earlier this week, a conversation happen, happened on this show, and the topic was worst way to die. And I know that sounds morbid, but it got even more bizarre. Dumb stick around. Yeah, stick around. This is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. <laughs> You're supposed to let it breathe. Thank you, Chris. Why are you laughing? Anyways, whatever. I wanted to play this song. Can you? I'm going to turn off your mic. Go ahead. I'm going to turn That's off your f- mic. So I turned off his mic. Whatever. <laughs> I wanted to play this song by Chalino Sanchez, Alma Namorada, because it reminds me of my dad. My dad used to wake up super early on the weekends, blast this song, do the yard, or when he was barbecuing, and it's my dad's birthday. So I just wanted to give my dad a little shout out. Hey, hey. shout out to dad. Ah, to el tío. Happy birthday, Laura's dad. Feliz cumpleaños. Um, Cappy, you have any idea who this is? 
I literally said the name. She just said the name. Yeah, but do you have any clue? Yeah, she said it. It was like El Chile Reino. Oh, oh, my God. Isn't that what his name? Isn't that what you said? Oh, Cap, oh, you got to be careful. With oh, Shalino right Sanchez. Oh, oh, my bad. My bad. Oh, okay. okay so, isn't that sometimes a dish? I hear it. Isn't that a isn't Chalino that a Sanchez? Uh, was killed. Wait, so his name was Chileno, right? Chalino. C H A L I N O. And uh, I thought that's what I heard. There was a really cool podcast about Chalino Sanchez uh, by Eric Lindo, a uh, good friend of mine, good writer. And then there was a fantastic uh, book. By Sam Quinones, Pulitzer Prize winner, who wrote the stories about how Chalino. So Chalino was a regional singer uh, from Sinaloa who Sinaloa. Grew, who would sing here in L.A. in the local bars like El Parral and Southgate and Linwood and all these other stuff. So the legend goes that the night he was killed, he was singing and he was handed a note that said, hey, you're about to die. Nuh-uh. Yeah. So that's the legend. That so what happened? Up. Was he murdered? Yes. Yes, he was. His yeah. his son also passed. Yeah, his son really Adan was. Uh, Adan, I had a big crush on Adan. Yeah. So How long ago was this? Ah, uh, this was. Uh, Chalino two, Adan. Early two thousands. Yeah, so early two thousands, he was he was killed, uh, for. Uh, Chalino Sanchez. Yeah, I mean, Tyler, my oh, no, that, wait, his son perfect. was early 2000s. Chalino. His son was early 2000s. Chalino was uh, in the 90s. Yeah, so in the mm. 90s. So there's a big, there's a famous picture of him where he's standing in front of a truck and he has the hat and he has the gun. So he had that, that corrido uh, song. There's a jam with him called Los Chismes. That's I love that song. It's about, uh, I'll translate it for you one day, Cappy. We can't say some of the stuff on, no. the, on the air. Basically, it's about, I love you. I don't care what everybody's gossiping about us. Like, I love you for who you are. I don't care about anything else. So, yeah, Chalino so, was born in Sinaloa, mm-hmm. and he died in 1992. In so, Culiacan, right? Yeah. Oh, no, in Coachella. No. Yeah. So, um... So yeah, so yeah, Chalino Sanchez, Cappy, there he goes. I never thought I would ever hear that song on 710 ESPN. Well, now you did, and Pepe (laughs) Mentia tweeted, I love Chalino, Mencata. Yeah. And you know, listen, again, when you don't speak fluent Spanish, you try and pick up words here and there, and you try and repeat them. I mean, my goodness. Yeah. And I heard Chalino. Chalino to Chile Relleno. I don't know how that tracks, but okay. I mean, I was trying. I mean, I'm doing my best. You did try. No, you did try, Cap. I give you that. So- he was in Coachella. Now I remember it. He was in Coachella and he was handed a note. And then a few months later is when he was killed in Mexico. Oh, man. Yeah, he was in Culiacan, right? Because yeah, I remember yeah. him. Yeah. Anyways, so I, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm a little distracted, though, because I'm watching Wemby, who now earlier today. Yeah. Uh, Beto, you called him seven foot three. I jumped and went, no, they call him seven five. Now they've just listed him on TV at seven three. So I don't know how tall the dude is. Seven- well, he's taller than us. Yeah, that, he's significantly, as a matter of fact. They just showed Kareem in the building. Kareem's in the house. Kareem's wearing a T-shirt today that says Kareem versus Bruce Lee, and it's got a picture of Kareem and Bruce Lee with a little karatai on the front of his shirt. <laughs> you would say it like that. <laughs> so I'm ready. I, I, I got to say, I mean, for all the hype that I've heard about Wemby and for the, the hype of what happened in Vegas over the last couple of days with Brittany and Wemby, um, now we're actually going to see what he looks like. And I'll tell you, man, there's been so much hype about this kid and so much hype about this game tonight, Beto. This is not like just some normal summer league game where, hey, there's a few thousand people in the stands. This is a full house. And everybody's like got these crazy oh, yeah. expectations for this guy. And it may be his only game that he plays in the summer league. I'm calling for him to score 100 tonight and then finally sit down. He'll probably play a half. 
uh, ESPN game. Remember, he plays for the Spurs. They're going to take care of him. His first time in the United States as a professional player, of the, of, remember the Spurs. So, um, yeah, they understand. That's why this game is the Friday night marquee game. Um, Cappy, it's Summer League. He has no idea who he's on the team with right now because nine of the 13 guys on the team are going to be playing in Europe next year anyways. Um, so you can't put too much into it. And we're, this is going to be the classic case of overhype. Remember when they used to have the Long Beach Summer League at the Pyramid in the 90s? Okay, keep going. There was a kid named Kobe Bryant who made his professional debut at the Pyramid. He just graduated high school from Lower Marion back in 1996. Mm-hmm. You know, if there would have been social media around back then, it would have been like, oh, no, he's terrible, right? Because he didn't score 50 points. He didn't score 100, like you said. I was at the Pyramid when Andrew Bynum made his uh, debut at in Long Beach, at Long Beach mm-hmm. State, mm-hmm. a party at the Nugget. And it's same thing. You're going to expect so much from them because they're all this talk about them, and then they're like, oh, okay, well, it's just summer league. They're trying to figure things out, man. I know, but they're also like little kids. I remember Andrew Bynum, his rookie season. The Lakers uh, used to play a preseason game every year down in Sports San Diego. Sports arena, baby. Yeah. Sports now, arena. I think they've moved it out now to the desert where they've got that new arena yeah. out in uh, Coachella Valley. Yeah, it's a... Uh... Yeah, it's uh, it's a great valley, a great setup too. Right after 10 freeway, but yeah, the San Diego Sports Arena. The reason it's not playing there is because it sucks. Yeah, it's a terrible building. <laughs> it's, it's a, a terrible building. Yeah, unfortunately, fo- it's terrible. We were down there one time for a preseason game, Cappy, and they stopped it. Yeah, because there was water on the court. There was water on the court, and it was the too ice dangerous underneath. Yeah, yes, the ice, go yeah. goals, baby, the goals. Yeah, I remember. Love I my do. goals. I do. I see people. Uh, they're they're piling into the arena in Vegas. They've all got their Wemby jerseys on. Yeah. They got T-shirts that say it's Wemby time. And this kid is like standing in the tunnel, like looking at the arena, like, okay, I'm 19. I'm playing in the NBA. All these people are here tonight because of the spectacle that this kid is. And honestly, I gotta admit, I'm kind of caught up in the hype a little bit. You should be. Man, don't take this song off, man. No, oh, oops. I mean, I did play it somebody, again. Say, I'm play caught up in the hype. France. Give me like a uh, DJ from France. Ready to do, yeah. This is this is his girl. No, this is now this don't is now like his BFF from Le Chesnay Francais. Let's go, guy. Wee oui, wee. Oui. I think Ben. I I think that um, Wemby and Brittany are no. eventually going to get involved in a relationship. This is one of those things. No, Cap. No, that's gross. <sighs> Why? No, because she's she's old. a married woman. Oh, she is? Yeah, she's married. I mean, to a child, too. Cappy, yeah. doesn't she have kids older than him? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes, she does. Does she really? Yeah. He's 19? Yes, he's 19. They might be Gosh. a little younger, but they're close enough. No, that's gross. Don't do that. Anyways, move on. Move on, man. Dude, move he's on. 19 years old. I'm just looking at this kid. Good for I mean, him. Beto, how, old, how old's your son, man? 18. Yeah, my son's 23. Yeah, I remind him, what are you doing with your life, kid? And I'm like, dude, you're 23, and you are still a kid. You know, I look at these young kids that the, the Lakers just signed this week, guys like Jackson Hayes and Cam Reddish. Those guys are 23 years old. A lot of people want to write them off, but I think the Lakers did the right thing because those are 23-year-old children who were, you know, essentially pros at 19 and have not known what the hell's going on around them. And some guys become instant pros and some guys take time. Cappy, yeah. in this gen- generation, this day mm-hmm. and age, we want to write off everybody after one thing. Right, they suck after this year. Look, D'Lo was terrible in the beginning. You got to learn. First of all, you got to learn how to grow into your body as an as a man. Right, you got to get your master. You got to figure things out, and you got to understand when you're in the NBA, they forget that you're 19. They forget you're 18 because these dudes that are dogs at the age of 35, like a Pat Beverly or you know, uh, whoever it might be that comes after you, uh, 
you know, uh, who's the guy I'm thinking of? In, you like a Dylan Brooks will try Dylan and break Brooks him in half. You, yeah. Uh, you know, who's the guy in, in Golden State? What's his name? With the podcast. Oh, he's, yeah, Draymond Dr- Green. Draymond Green. They're going to go after you. They're dogs, Cappy. So yeah. it's going to take a while for these kids to understand things. Give him the man. ball. Give Wemby the ball. He's on defense. Oh, Just wait. give yeah, Wemby the ball. <laughs> I'm 15 seconds Cappy's behind gonna you. Cappy's going to give us 15 seconds. Oh, yes. Yeah. Just give, me, give, give him the uh, ball. Anyway, Cappy, you're, you're really into this, man. You've really evolved as an NBA insider, man. Yeah, I'm still an NBA outsider, but um, I will admit that I'm uh, when, I, when you work in a town that doesn't have an NBA team, you don't follow the NBA. Cappy, you know? Cappy. But now, now that you know, we're all Lakers all the time. Cappy. Yeah. You work in L.A. No, I'm saying when I, when I worked, when I worked, for all these years in a town that didn't have an NBA team, yeah, you I didn't did, follow San the NBA. Di- San Diego loves the Lakers. Yeah, but it wasn't. It was not a move the needle thing back then. You know, kidding me? Every no, time I'm I go serious. to San Diego, they love me. I'm serious. Wait, are, do you play for the Lakers? Did I miss something? Hey, when I cover the Lakers in San yeah. Diego, psh, I'm taking they, pictures. They love you, do they? Absolutely. Oh, Wemby! Oh, Wemby! You can't miss that, Wemby! Wait, wait till you see the next play. You can't miss Wemby. You have to make everything. You're Wemby. You see, you're only half joking. No, I'm not Take joking. Take this damn song off, man. No, it's good. I like I this song. I didn't listen to it when it was out. I'm not going to listen to it 30 years later, man. It's Get Wemby's girl. It's Wemby's no. girl. Yes. No, put Chalino back on, man. I would rather, pero... No, you know, they're pero telling what? No, no, pero, pero don't pero, play pero. music, man. Don't play Britney Spears. They're telling me what to who's do. They? Who's they? Who's they? Yeah, who's they? Who's they? Tyler and Gabby. Who's they? No, 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 get rid of them. Oh, no. come on, man. Oh, you're going to side with the white guys. Okay. Oh, no, damn. No, oh, okay. damn. No, okay. No, oh, no, hell no. First of all. Oh, man. First of all. The white guys. What happened to all this? Pero this, pero that. How about pero no? Okay. I can do it. And then I get... Then I get a text of where's the song so you know what no, I'm off. saying no, hell no hell no you know, I ain't coming back tomorrow forget this I ain't doing come this on. show no you should come tomorrow, back Saturday, tomorrow. Don't come no, tomorrow come back we'll be here nah, there nah, we I go now we're either. talking no get rid of the Chile Reno now we're He's talking dead. no my <laughs> I mean you see I told you like I didn't wasn't that far off I mean my goodness I mean, oh come on Wemby you can't miss that dunk you're 7-3 <laughs> copy you really I swear, I think you're serious. That you. I am serious. To... I can't be missing dunks. All right, big deal or no deal is next, and I'm all into Wemby mania. Stick around. This is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. Cappy, let's go to France. Wee wee, my friend. Nah, Sedano's in the summer league covering Wemby. Nah, he's done, bro. He's done. He's at the blackjack table now. You think so? Oh, absolutely. Hmm. He interviewed him. Gone. And by the way, Houston was a favorite one uh, minus one fifteen. So they, could, if you had them on the money line, to win. All right there, you go. There it is. It is time for big deal or no deal, and it is time for producer Tyler to take it away. Thank you, Cappy. So yesterday at Live Golf's latest event at the Centurion Club outside of London, a number of people made their way onto the tee box at the first hole and broke out into a flash mob to LMFAO's Party Rock anthem. The attempt to revitalize a trend that's arguably 15 years old was not well received by spectators. One wrote in a tweet, I've struggled to explain to people what it is about live that makes it so outrageously lame, and then the universe comes in and does my work for me. Another said, this physically hurt to watch. So is a group of people having a good time before an event kicks off really a big deal or no deal, Beto? <laughs> Um, it's not a big deal because it's so on brand for what the Live Golf Tour is. So not surprised at all with 
Wait, it's 2023 and flash mobs are still cool? That's the thing. That's the thing. It's like, why are we even seeing this? Is, uh, is what people are arguing. What state was this in? Uh, this was at uh, in London at the Centurion Club. Mm, shocker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, the Euros. Not a big surprise at all. At all. Cappy, big deal or no deal? No deal for me. I, it's funny. When you brought up the live tour, I thought you were going to bring up Brooks Kepka. And, yeah, I saw uh, that. <laughs> this controversy where he's got this teammate on the live tour and he's criticizing the guy for quitting and he's not putting in the same effort and so on and so forth. And right away the guy comes back with, well, you're not being very sensitive to my mental health issues. And it's like, no, because I'm trying to win and you're on my team and I need you to be 100%. So if you're not, then don't be here. So I thought that's where you were going with all this. Well, is but, that a big deal? Um, is Kepka's situation a big deal? I don't think it's, it's a big deal. It's not a big deal, deal but it's very, very interesting. It could brew into something big. Oh, well, I mean, and it's it's all about political correctness, too, you know? Like, you can't criticize him because he's got mental health-related problems. Well, if he had a back problem and he criticized him for the exact same issue, you quit in the middle, and the guy goes, well, hey, he's not being very sensitive. I've had a bunch of back issues. It, it It's something that hurts the team. And it's unfortunate for you as an individual, so is an injury. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. The yeah. flash mob thing, I, I saw it, and I was like, what's going on here? Because I would never be in a flash mob. Oh, yes, you would. No, I would be so in a line would. at a bar mitzvah. Oh, no. no. In a bar mitzvah, I would, I would do the Macarena. Oh, you and all those Cappy Clanners would be like doing all kinds of stuff. Cappy <laughs> Clanners. Yeah, you guys would be there. You and that stupid puppet would be doing the, all that hey, stuff. Hey, hey, all hey. All that flash Did mob. they that stupid puppet? Hey. Oh, right there. To. Balboa hey. Park. You're ready to go, bro. You're don't call that. Go. Don't call Lil Cappy stupid. 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 Come on, man. What about Wait, my that, mental health? Hold on. Hold on. That puppy is Little Cappy? Puppy? Oh, don't even no, start. Puppet, Wait, bro. you're asking me, what, what about your mental health? All I do is abuse you on the air and in social media. <laughs> Come on. See that right there? You are Brooks Kepka. You're like a big bully. You're not concerned about my mental health. Yes, I tell and, I and agree. you. Call, and you call Lil Cappy, my, so, my, my puppet, you call Lil Cappy stupid? That little puppet's not Pull stupid. Pull a little string, and I'll sing you a song. I'm your puppet. That little puppy puppet's not stupid. Yeah, this song goes that out to- That little puppet's smart. This song goes out to Shy Boy from Little Puppet. I, <laughs> my puppy's all mad. You <laughs> call him my puppet stupid. You hey, okay, you're right. He's not stupid. As Ch Chile Reino would say, es stupid. Uh, yeah. I know. You'd have been proud of me. You. You'd have been proud of me, by the way. I was over at the East Central Hotel. Yeah. I went down to the bar to get this coffee. Hey, I, said, I didn't hang out with you there one of these I, nights. It's man. awesome. I said to this lady who I see every week, I said, hola. She said hola to me. Her name is like very hard to pronounce. Wait, Cappy. Like, yeah. You, the gabacho, went and said hola to the lady who you think speaks Spanish. Right. She probably speaks English, right? No, she spoke Spanish to me and she said- Oh, she went Spanish to you first. Yeah, and I, so oh, she's okay. like, so she's like, my name is like, I can't pronounce her name, like Regina or something. I was like, Regina. Regina. And, I, and she goes, Regina. you know, just like she said, like Regi. Regina. And, and you know what yeah, I said to her? Regina. You know what I said to her? What? Mi nombre es Scott. Es Scott. Es Scott. Es Scott. <laughs> Mi nombre es. Me llamo es. Sí, that's right. Yeah. ¿Qué página? Sí. It honestly reminds me of my mom when she would be like, tráeme el Scott. El Scott. The paper, the paper Scott, you know. No. So, anyways, Cappy, uh, yeah, you want to do? Uh, you want to talk about this? So I'm gonna bring it up. Tom Brady and Kim Kardashian. Oh God! See, no. see bro, you gotta come 
up with your own topics from now See? on. This I had this here. and Cappy came at me with it. I said I already have it. Then you gotta think better. If no, Cappy you know wants, right, we're gonna skip this one. No, 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 it's okay. Look, no, we'll skip this one. No oxygen list. No, that's exactly why I put it in. Because I knew that you wanted to put it on that. All right, we'll move on. We'll move on. List. No deal, yeah. <laughs> All right, nice. All right, so next. Go ask it. You got to ask. You got to go, man. Not even 24 hours post-launch. Twitter's already threatening to sue Meta over no, the no, new no, threads. No, 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 no. You're not going to go K. back to Kim Kardashian and Tom Brady? Always talk Kim K. Uh-huh. So Tom Brady and Kim Kardashian yeah! were reportedly super flirty at the 4th of July party they attended in the Hamptons, hosted by Michael Rubin, who's the CEO of Fanatics. That According to a source that spoke to the Daily Mail, the pair were seen being super flirty with each other, yeah. both during the day on the beach and while dancing at night. Barstool Sports CEO Dave Portnoy says, We're not dating the Kardashians, Tom. If you go down to that level, we all go down. We're better than that. So if Tom Brady and Kim Kardashian start dating, is it a big deal or no deal? Laura, I'm going to start with you. No oxygen list next. Beto, what do you say? Hell yeah, it's a big deal. Give me that information all day long. I appreciate it. Beautiful Tom Brady. Beautiful Kim Kardashian. So they went to the party together and they're not dating? No, no, no. They didn't go together. They just linked up there. <laughs> okay. You, what do you think, Beto? It was a big ass mansion in the Hamptons. Yeah. Everybody's seen this thing by now. Yeah. Plenty of rooms to sneak away. What do you think? <laughs> They didn't go together, but they're hanging out together. Mm. As Laura would say, mm. two single people. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to this party, but we can't be seen together because the Daily Mail in London's going to catch us. Yeah, but and the what, New York Post got them. We didn't meet there. But let's see, we neither of us lived there, but we're going to the party. Hey, I'll see you there. Mm. Mm. I I mean, listen, I Please I hear do. I hear Dave Portnoy saying, "Come on, Tom, don't do this." But on the other hand, it's kind of like just like take it for a test drive. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And by the way, and by the way, if I'm Kim Kardashian, you take it for a test drive, girlfriend. Why, Why would not? she? She's got way more money than him. I, if I'm Tom all day. Come on now. I don't know. I just think it's hot. Of course. Tom Brady and Kim Kardashian, that is all hot. Day, let's go. It's way better than Britney talk. Cappy, you on threads yet? Of course I'm on threads. All right, we'll get this. What Twi- are you wearing? Twitter. <laughs> Twitter's already threatening to sue Meta over their new Threads app. Threads was launched on Wednesday night and is a clear competitor to Twitter. According to Mark Zuckerberg, 30 million accounts were signed up as of yesterday morning. A lawyer representing Twitter has, in fact, sent a letter to Zuckerberg that threatens litigation. Quote, based on recent reports regarding your recently launched Threads app, Twitter has serious concerns that Meta Platforms has engaged in systematic, willful, and unlawful misappropriation of Twitter's trade secrets and other intellectual property, the letter begins. It also accuses Meta of hiring ex-Twitter employees that had access to Twitter's trade secrets and other highly confidential information. Are these accusations by Elon Musk and Twitter against Mark Zuckerberg and Meta a big deal or no deal? Beto? Uh, Big deal. Uh, It's one thing about... You know, saying, oh, competition's good, competition's that. But when you start sending the, the lawyers involved and you have billionaires who have no problem spending money on lawyers, it's going to be big. But I just got this tweet from Pat Dean in the Circle of Trust, Media Dean. Oh, you, oh, oh professor, yes, right? Um, it says, Elon Musk sent a tweet saying, we're deprecating circles in favor of improved communities and DM group chat. So... I'm looking up the the definition, is to express disapproval. Uh, Read read the tweet again. We're 
deprecating or deprecating, uh, um, De- deprecating, deprecating, deprecating mm-hmm. uh, circles in favor of improved communities and DM group chat to disparage or belittle something. So is this on Twitter? Yeah, Elon Musk just mm-hmm. tweeted that. So they're getting rid of circles. Yeah. So Elon circles that like the circle of trust. Circle, right? No, no, no. no, no. Like circle of trust is a community. So. In, they're trying to improve communities and direct message group chats. Okay, so they're trying to make improvements on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Probably probably in competition with threads. So now and they're going to go shot so for shot. Twitter circles you. is a little different. That's when you create like your own little private block. So it's just, you know how Instagram- Oh, is that a community thing? No. So oh, you know, forget it then. Hold on. You know how Instagram has like it, um, your close list? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what the circle is in Twitter. So it's like a MySpace top eight. Not I don't this, know. No, no, I don't know. No, no, no. You went too I don't far, know. bro. Yeah. Look, here's the thing. In other words, uh, they're competing. Yes. Is it a big deal? Look, there's been a rivalry brewing, not just between Twitter and Facebook, but apparently between Zuckerberg and Musk. I mean, you've even got Dana White, the president of the Ultimate Fighting Championship, trying to promote a fight between these two guys. And Zuckerberg apparently trains in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Yeah. So... Um, I feel like Zuckerberg is saying to Elon Musk, hey, um, let's let's go. Let's brawl once and for all. You and me, let's do this thing. And as far as like stealing their idea, I got news for everybody. There are no new ideas, meaning like everybody's stealing everybody's idea. You know, hello, I mean, Hollywood. I, I mean, yeah, in terms oh, of show. storyline shows. But I'm just telling you that unless there's all this intellectual property that is um, protected by law, all all Twitter did, or excuse me, all Facebook meta did, was go, hey, we have Instagram, they have Twitter, what if we married the two together? And so we've we've kind of enhanced this platform. By the way, Wembenyana, he can dribble, he can move, he can pass. I mean, for a big, tall, skinny guy, he moves like a much smaller guy. Missed the dunk, missed the layup, missed the shot, but man, he can move. Anyway, yeah, really. He can move. Um, yeah, I agree with you, Cap. Because like, look, I have a new company that just started. Right, it's about debate called Offsides. Mm-hmm. And you know, if you want to follow me, <laughs> let me know, bro. Where can I, I follow you? Tell me about it. it. So you go to my company called Offside. It's an Offsides. app. I just de- de- developed. It's about sports conversation and debate. <laughs> okay, so check it out. I got hats too. If you want one, I will. Yeah, I have, like you, hats. have you have you gone out and raised money yet? <laughs> oh, absolutely. What kind of money are we talking about? Oh, I got huge. I, I'm so close to selling it. You I are? got the owner of the Padres on my side. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Where do I find this? Tell me the website. Oh, Offside. Uh, but you go to Cited it first. Offside. Offside. <laughs> Is it .co or .io? Oh, no. Right now it's just a .gov. .gov. <laughs> Offside.gov. All right. I got it right here. I got it right here. Offside.gov. Yeah. Oh, wait a second. This site can't be reached. Oh, okay. Well, try the other one. Take it for a test drive.com. <laughs> I like that one. Oh, man. Oh, is it over yet? Gosh, I can't believe it. Oh, where's Wemby at? Where's Wemby? <laughs> All right. Uh, Cappy, let's go to the Dodger game, man. Let's coming go. Up. Well, hey, listen. Um, you said we won't be able to get there until like the ninth inning. Okay. You're because, you know, the, the, the pitch clock, you know? Oh, yeah. All right, coming up, it is time for Dealer's Choice. And that puts Beto right on the spot. What does Beto want to talk about today? (laughs) We'll find out. Dealer's Dealer's Choice is next.
jam right there, Cappy. Totally right on. My Hollywood kind of music Nights. right here, man. The Hollywood Nights, man. A little silver bullet band. Love that, man. That, see, this is my kind of stuff, man. There you go. I'm all about this. Pulling into the summertime, oh, Sunday man. night. A little you know, T-tops on the IROC. Right on. Oh, yeah. dude, dude. I, uh, I saw a guy the other day with a Trans Am with a big old scoop coming out of the front of it, man. It looks so oh, good. yeah. Fluffy has one of those, the Trans Am, like uh, Burt Reynolds. Yeah. He has one of those original, the, they got redone. Yeah, that's good so, stuff. So we got Friday night and uh, pulling into this weekend. I just oh. love it when it's 8.15 at night and you- uh, Right at dusk. And you, you know, it's still light out. Yeah, it's great. No jacket on, feel the breeze. Yeah, it feels good. That's when you're going to call me the breeze. Oh, yeah. Let's go, Cappy. <laughs> I'm dead serious. This is my kind of music right here. Classic, classic rock stuff like this, that's my jams right there, man. Because I used to work at, our old building used to be in La Cienega with, next to KLOS. So I used to listen to the KLOS feed late at night when I was working overnight board op for ESPN Radio. So I was jamming, bro. I was an old white man in my past life. So I'm ready to go. That's why I can't wait to meet your, your dad in Orlando my next fight. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, hey, you uh, you mentioned Fluffy. Yeah. Did um was there something going on with him in a flight or something? Oh yeah, last week he was in North Carolina. Um they ran out of runway in his private jet. He was out there to do a show. They the pilots came in too soon. I mean too fast, too mm -hmm. and uh they ran out of runway and they ended up stopping in the field. So it was just no a way. bunch of mud. Yeah. Uh he said it was pretty bumpy. Uh everything everybody was fine, but yeah, it's uh so you got, you got a new pilot and a new plane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I talked to him the other day, so it was pretty cool. Uh, I do want to give everybody a quick reminder that tomorrow is the day for Jada Homecoming. Oh. Jada Toys is debuting its first wave of pink slips die casts, and the 710 Funny Games Department going to be in the house for this day tomorrow. Oh, we're losing Cappy. Oh, okay, so just to let you know, it's Jada... Tomorrow, 4 o'clock, South Coast Plaza is where they're going to be at. The Funny Games Department will be hanging out with you. That'll be tomorrow, South Coast Plaza, 4 o'clock. Let me get you the read right here, all right? All right, let me get there. 710 has your chance to check out the Jada Homecoming, Jada Toys. Tomorrow, the Pink Slips Diecast, 4 to 7, Ancillary Studios in Costa Mesa. 10 lucky 710 listeners and attendants will win a pink slips diecast before you can even buy them. So Ancillary Studios right next to South Coast Plaza tomorrow starting at 4. All right, so we lost Cappy because he was ready to go because it's Friday. He ain't got no job. You always got to figure things out. So it's dealer's choice, so we don't need them anyways. So check this out. All right, so because it's my opportunity to do things, I get Wait, to wait, hold on. Here. You're going to give me dealer's choice now? Ah, you're back, damn yeah, it. Yeah, man. That's... That, that, I paid off that little Tommy guy to cut off the cord of your house. That way you wouldn't be part of this. <sighs> you paid off Tommy, Tommy, who's got little Cappy, the puppet that no, you is it the puppet? Is it the puppet named Tommy? No, the, little, the puppet's called Lil Cappy. Well, I Venmo the, 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 the dummy to cut off the cord. It didn't work, huh? Okay, gotcha. All right, it's I, dealer's I, choice. You're dealer's up. choice. All right, Cappy, have you ever done something to say, you know what? Or seen something and be like, I want to do that, knowing it's dangerous. Mm -hmm, yeah. Oh, this is El Toro. You know what a Toro is? A what? A Toro. Toro? T R O R. Wait, T. -R -O -R. Wait, I'll speak you like T O R O. Toro. Toro, right? Yeah, Toro. Like the Tijuana Toros, the bull. It's okay. today, the start 
of the running of the bulls in Pamplona, Spain. The San Fermin Festival in Pamplona draws over a million people with there. Cappy, I've always wanted to do this. You know what it is, right? The running of the bulls? Of course I know what okay. it is. Wait, but I, I swear to you, this is kind of one of those things that I've actually never wanted to do. Oh, I'm curious to know God. why you want to do it. I've always wanted to do it. Wear white, put on the red uh, belt, and look for paella. Right, find the flamenco dancers and just get after it, man. That's what I want to do. So the running of the bulls goes for eight days, and I, ever since I was a little kid, I saw the people. And before the animal rights activists come after me, don't. Okay, I want to go to Spain and I want to do this. So what happens is six bulls are guided by six oxen who run through Pamplona streets for two minutes and thirty seconds before they reach the bull ring. Okay, it was made famous by Ernest Hemingway's 1926 novel, The Sun Also Rises, and it goes for eight days. So they run the bulls, right? They let them out, and then they run into, and they're trying to herd them back into the bull ring. So if you're running and you see the bulls coming, you better jump out of the way. Is it dangerous? Absolutely. 16 people have died in the bull run since 1910. The last one was in 2009. Lots of injuries. Yesterday, or today, was the first run. No real injuries, but there was a lot of drinking, a lot of eating, and people yeah. partying in the streets. I've always wanted to do this, Cappy. So what would it take for me, you, and little Cappy to run the streets? Dress up in white, <laughs> get the red belt, and go. Yeah. I got to say, like, I've seen it done a million times, and I see when people fall and the bull takes its horn yes. and is like picking you up by your jeans and throwing you around. Yes. It just doesn't look like something I really want to do. Because that's something that would happen to you, right? Oh, no, I think I could outrun the bull. Yeah. So the whole... Ah, <laughs> oh, my friend. That's what... See, I just want to run a little bit and then go off to the side of one of the restaurants and get some wine. Mm-hmm. Like... I'm okay not running into the bull ring. I'm okay not making it all the way because all those are people that get gored. Laura, would you do it? Let's just say your knee works. Okay, I was going to say, I don't want to die, bro. Okay. <laughs> Hypothetically, we, we're good. If I was at 100, I would definitely do it. What about 95? No. <laughs> I have to be at 100 because I want to live. Okay. My man? If I'm out in front, and I and I can be one of those people that bails out to the side. I'm in. Ah, all the way. See, Cappy, we got to do that. Okay, next team bonding. We go to Pamplona. Cappy, I left mean that again. sounds good. No, no, that's going to Pamplona sounds good. Yeah. I mean, running a couple of blocks and, and peeling off for some sangria. Yes, sounds nice. Cappy, you've done Ironman. That's over three thousand miles in a day. <laughs> just, Is it? Just let it go. Just let it go. I'm, he's on a roll. All right, so am I dumb for wanting to do this? I don't think so. Yeah, okay. No, I mean, listen, I, I applaud your uh, the adventurous nature. So <laughs> here's the thing. Next summer, I'm taking my daughter to Spain. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, I want to be your daughter. Too. Around this time. Mm-hmm. We're going to Spain, and nice. then we're going to... She's picking Spain. I'm picking Wimbledon, so that's is where we're going a, next summer. Um, is there, like, some momentous occasion that yeah. you guys are going there next So what year? happens is, after eighth grade, uh, I made a deal with my kids a long time ago that when they culminate from eighth grade, I will take them to Europe 
and they have to figure out where they want to go because in ninth grade they're taught world history mm-hmm. and it's also the last time they actually still kind of like you mm-hmm. um, before they go to high school and all their activities because then you have your summer league you have this you have that you know your training this, this and that so they're still young enough to uh, want to hang out with you and they're still not busy enough so my son four years ago I took him to uh, we went to Paris and to Italy mm-hmm. so my daughter who's going to eighth grade said she wants to go see Spain so I'm like huh Maybe we stop off in Pamplona during the running of the bulls and you actually on our way to, to Wimbledon. To, and you want to go to Wimbledon, huh? Yeah. That's cool. I've never been to that either. Yeah. yeah. So That's I'll be calling her. Uh, hey, King, can you, call, you, uh, can you call the queen? Oh, actually, she died, huh? Yeah, oh, queen died. Damn, that's queen, a, queen died. Too soon, too soon. Yeah. Too soon, too soon. No, it's all right. It's, all right. Been a long, it's been long enough. It's been over a year. All right. You know, oh, it's funny you say that. It hasn't happened. When did the queen die? Uh. Like a few months ago. Oh, well, long live the queen. What can I tell you? That's what Joe Biden said a couple weeks ago. He was like, long live the queen, man. And people were like, what's he talking about? That didn't matter. Um, So, Beto, I kind of have the same idea. I've not taken my kids to Europe. Um, I've only been myself twice. But um, next year, my son graduates college. My daughter graduates Boise State. My other daughter graduates high school. So I'm thinking I'm going to take all four. Wow. Okay. I'm like, dude, when I tell you. You better say, sell off sides. Dude, Shout I, out to you guys, no, man. No, you sell off sides. I'm selling sided. Oh, okay. But but I will tell you this. Offside. <laughs> I'm, I'm, like, uh, I'm like already saving. Like, Oh, I'm doing it too. No, like, yeah. like I literally am setting up like a separate savings account. You got to. So that I'm like, okay, every week if I could just put a couple bucks. Wait, you're, st- you're account, taking all four? Yeah. That's great. I mean, I haven't done it. You got to do it, Cat, man. I know. Because, I well, none it. of them are married. They're still there. I mean, you got to do that. And the little one, she's kind of the one who's kind of pushing on this. She, her place, like you said, your daughter, she wants to go to Spain. Yes. Mine wants to go to Amsterdam. Oh, yeah. I'm not doing that with a 14-year-old. Yeah, no. This is a 16-year-old. He'll be 17 at the time. And uh, I'm trying to take my kid to TJ in a couple weeks, the 18-year-old. Dude, <laughs> tell me when you want to go to TJ because my 16-year-old, who necesitan practicar español... She they wants speak to English go. in Tijuana, man. Because I know, so but, close she to wants, but she wants to go. She actually doesn't want to go to college right after high school. She wants to spend um, a gap year in okay. a Spanish-speaking country where she can become fluent in Spanish. Okay. Guadalajara. So, um, I, I don't know. Send her to South America. Well, the problem we're having is she's going to graduate high school so early that uh-huh. you have to be eighteen for a lot of these things, and she's graduating and won't be eighteen till like November of twenty-four. Well, then so. get a job. Yeah, well, that's what I've been saying. If she got a job this summer, she actually said to me, she goes, I don't know how I'm going to spend all this money. I go, all this money? I go, you know how much money I've been giving you and now you're making it? And you really, you, you don't know how to spend, spend it? it? Let me right. tell you. Let me tell you what Clay Thompson did for his dad. Yeah. So why don't you do this for me? Yeah, here's an idea if you want to spend your money. How about pay your auto insurance? How's that? Oh, Does that my sound good? goodness. Cell phone bill. How about pay your own gas? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. That, that was, was a tough transition as a kid paying for all that stuff right i started paying all, when i was 15 i paid my my phone mm, mm-hmm. mm. Mm. it is but trying to get them off the payroll is what we're trying to do here because you're too nice yeah i, know. I have no problem cutting them off i already told my kid he's done hey um tonight dodgers and angels Let's go right here on 710 Let's so go. if you're if you're tuning in right now and you're like oh man i'm not home yet i got a long way to go you guys are going off the air you're going to start your weekend True, but Angels, Dodgers, and Otani leading off for the Angels. Let's go. So we're going to sign off, go over to Dodger Stadium, the broadcast is, and take Terry you all Smith, the way home. Terry Smith, baby. My man Terry Smith and Mark Lanston do a great job on the broadcast. 
Well, we had them on earlier this week when they took on the Padres, and now we're seeing the Angels and the Dodgers tonight. Hey, Tyler, great job today filling in for producer Lindsay. Laura, outstanding, holding it all together. Beto, we'll see you on Monday, and phenomenal effort out of you, sir. And it's only a one-hour show on Monday and Tuesday for the All-Star Game and the Home Run Derby, etc. I'll see you Monday. Have a great weekend, everybody. Stay safe, and we'll see you guys back here on Lunes.